The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show that brings you the innovators and trendsetters, taking us to a new age of marketing, media, and social business strategy. Welcome to Market Edge with Glenn Engler. Get ready to hear perspectives on social media and digital marketing that will help you gain insight into the unique opportunities and challenges facing marketers and thought leaders today. Now, now, please welcome your host, a Fortune 500 industry figure in the marketing and communications world for more than 25 years and Chief Executive Officer of Digital Influence Group, the host of Market Edge, Glenn Engler. Hi, and welcome to Market Edge. I'm your host, Glenn Engler, CEO of Digital Influence Group, a full-service digital marketing agency that helps companies unlock the social potential of their brands and amplify its impact to drive business results. Today, I'll be talking about social marketing and business impact with Carrie Lang, Director of Social Marketing at Yahoo. Carrie leads a team that develops and executes social media and influencer marketing programs at Yahoo. Before joining Yahoo, she implemented social media, word of mouth, and experiential marketing programs for clients as varied as Mentos, Microsoft, Virgin America, Jean-Paul Gaultier, Hornitos Tequila, and Reebok. She began her career in sponsorship marketing for the first U.S. Adventure Racing Series and managed event logistics and conference programming for Streaming Media Incorporated. Carrie's passion for travel, good wine, dinner parties, and live music lead to interesting stories around the water cooler. She stays engaged with the community by supporting local politics, managing operations, and donations procurement for a breast cancer cure fundraising group, and as a board member and mentor with WISE San Francisco, which stands for Women in Sports and Events. It's great to have you on Market Edge, Carrie, and welcome. Thank you, Glenn. So let's start with your move from lots of experience on the agency side, moving you to Yahoo. What attracted you about the role? Sure. So, like you just said, I, I did get an opportunity to work with a lot of really different brands, and and you know, having a lot of breadth was really exciting. But what I realized after a while that I wasn't getting the the depth that I was looking for. You know, I work work on programs for you know six months, and then you know would stop working on that, and I would never see you know what the long term investment was with the programs that we'd done for clients. And so, when I had the opportunity to come to Yahoo, it really um, opened my eyes to the complete marketing mix. And so now I have a chance of being involved from, um, you know, start to finish, and I see everything from advertising and all the different parts of the marketing puzzle, um, and I actually get to see long-term what my work is doing um, as far as success-wise. So mm. that, that was really exciting to me, and, you know, honestly, I've, I've been a Yahoo user since 1997, love the brand, um, and, you know, I think there's, there's a huge opportunity, and, and we're really in a turnaround phase right now, and so to come in and kind of really help revitalize the brand um, and really market to people like me, I thought was was really an interesting opportunity. So, um, quick question for you, and I'm not sure everybody knows all of the the background. We've been fortunate as an agency to work with you guys. Can you just take two minutes and describe 
just a little bit of the power and depth and breadth of content that Yahoo has, because I'm not sure everybody out there realizes the power of the brand. Wow. Yeah, no, that's a great question, and, and thanks for giving me the opportunity to do that. You know, I think that um, Yahoo's greatest fault um, as of late has been that we're not really good about talking about how massive the scale is that we have on a daily basis. And, you know, we're actually home to nine number one properties in the U.S., which includes Yahoo Sports, OMG, you know, even Yahoo Finance is the biggest um, finance site out there in the U.S. And so um, there's a massive scale across the board. Um, you know, we're, we're number two in the U.S., and we reached actually 178 million users um, in, in June. And so we've got just massive scale across the board in a lot of different properties. So the content that we have to work with is, is truly amazing, um, and I, I get to work on a, uh, across the board a lot of those different projects and, and properties every day. Okay, so now you've got the, the blood pumping, and there are people who want to know, all right, paint a picture for us. What's the day in the life of the director of social marketing at a brand like Yahoo? <laughs> well, like I said, uh, we, we work on a lot of different things. Um, our team is a horizontal team, and so we service, um, we, we kind of act as an internal agency, and we're the center of excellence, and we work with a lot of the different properties and products across the Yahoo um, scope. So it, we're very busy. Um, we do a lot of different things. You know, we've, we've been spending the last year really building up a solid foundation for social in Yahoo. You know, two years ago, I think we had about 100,000 fans total. We are, I think we passed 19 million fans just this wow. last week. So the massive scale that we've been able to reach over the last year or so has been incredible. Um, and really taking a very metrics thought, um, a metrics-driven approach to um, really building that foundation and very strategic in the way that we're doing that. So, um, you know, we 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 really look at social marketing as a way, a, just a different way to connect with our consumers, and we're using the social channels they're on to amplify our marketing programs and media content. So, you know, kind of fishing where the fish are, um, you know, is really where we're looking at social. And so, across the board, everything from Yahoo Movies to to finance, you know, we're looking at deeper ways to engage social with our audience. And how how does Yahoo really a leading media company, how do you guys define social? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, so again, it's really all about um, connecting with our consumers and then using those channels to, to amplify the content, right? And so, you know, we, we really look at social as a way to c continue creating the really deeply personal and relevant experiences. And, um, you know, I, we, I can tell you about some of the things we've been doing lately um, in ways to do that. But it, it's just all about really driving that deep personal experience for our consumers. So let's go to um, some of those examples. Give me an example of something that you've been doing lately that you guys are really passionate about. Yeah, so you might have heard recently we had a little partnership with Facebook. Um, <laughs> yeah, just a little thing, not, not yes. that big of a deal. Um, no, but we're really excited about that. Um, we've actually been working with Facebook um, for, for a couple of years now. Um, last year we worked with Facebook and Twitter to aggregate and distribute social feeds, datas and, data and features, and we integrated them into our platforms. And now we're integrating the social graph into our content experiences that, that really creates that personal socialized experience um, for our 671 million users. So it, it, it's pretty amazing. Um, it's a great partnership with Facebook. How does the senior leadership within Yahoo measure success with that kind of a partnership with Facebook? 
You know, that's a great question. Um, I think really engagement is is the key there, and we're really looking at um, ultimately how many more clicks can we bring back to our site, you know? Mm. Um, for us, social marketing is all about amplifying that content and continuing to bring people back to our site so that they're experiencing the content, um, you know, within the home of Yahoo. And so ultimately that is probably the biggest uh, measure of success is how many clicks we're getting back to our site. Okay. So one of the things we're certainly involved with as an agency a lot with our clients is social media, not only from a marketing standpoint, but at, uh, as it permeates the entire organization. So a couple questions about Yahoo overall. Do you guys have a social media policy for the organization? Um, yeah. You know, essentially we do. So, you know, Social has really become an integrated part across the organization, and so um, you know we, we've got social and editorial and HR and, and advocacy and across the board. But yep. you know because we're a media site, um, and because we have our Yahoo contributor network, um, you know we've we've always been very clear about disclosure and transparency, and so um, that that has always been just a key thing that's been very important to us. And so you know that has evolved as social has become a bigger part of that. But um, we do have internal policies around, you know, how you're supposed to disclose and how you talk about um, your employment or involvement with Yahoo. Mm. And are you finding that um, you're the, uh, the power of the employees as brand ambassadors, you have some of the most passionate employees that are out there, um, are, are you guys, do you find that management encourages um, the individual employees to be active brand ambassadors or is there some tension in the system? How does that work within Yahoo? That's a good question. I mean, I, I think we absolutely do. Um, you know, we recently had a, an, an inter internal program called um, In My Words, and it was really about talking about what Yahoo means to you and, and what are you doing within Yahoo and some of the cool things that are going on. Um, my, my peer, Andrew Strickman, wrote an article about experiential marketing and, and what he does within Yahoo and um, really mm. talking about the cool stuff that they're doing. And, you know, and so we are encouraged to communicate about the things that we work on and that we share and you know, just really why we enjoy working at Yahoo. Well, all you have to do is walk around the campus, and and you got to you got to believe her in me. Um, bleed purple, that's for sure. You certainly bleed purple. No question there. It's very exciting. Um, so one of the things, clearly, um, sort of blinding flash to be obvious, but Yahoo in the in the news and the reputation, it feels like um, just listening to you telling the story about 671 million users and 19 million fans. Um, there's an incredibly important role for social media in building um, uh, Yahoo's brand reputation and engaging new users. Um, any good uh, guidance on that or examples that you can share? Yeah, so, you know, just in reference to the building the reputation, I think, um, you know, it's fair to say that Yahoo isn't necessarily the coolest kid on the block these days. You know, if you read any Silicon Valley blog, you'll you'll hear that. Um, but I think that there's such an amazing brand that Yahoo has, and people love engaging with it. So regardless of what you read in the news, um, you know, you see what people say, and people love communicating with Yahoo, and they love sharing their stories, and they love engaging. And the thing that social has allowed us to do is really reach out to a much younger audience. Mm. Look at the demographics that are on our, let's say, our Yahoo corporate page, um, or even Yahoo Sports or, or, or any of our other sites, demographics skew much younger. So I think social has given us that um, different channel to reach younger users and bring them into the Yahoo fold, which is really exciting to us, I think. Um, and uh, you asked something else. Oh, engaging new users. Um, you know, again, the, the massive scale that we have um, allows us to really connect 
with our users and we use our advertiser relationships to bring unique experiences and um, cool things to our users. And one of the things that we did over the summer was for Yahoo Movies, we had a partnership with Regal Cinemas, which I think it's more um, an East Coast brand. I think there aren't that many up here, but mm-hmm. um, we partnered with Regal Cinemas and we were going to give away a million bags of popcorn through Regal Cinemas. And all you had to do was come to our Yahoo Facebook page, our, our um, Movies Facebook page, and you would register, and then we would send you a digital coupon, mobile coupon. And Regal had never done anything like this before. They'd you know, used paper coupons and various things. But um, we were able to give – we actually – we they had estimated we'd give away a million, and that's actually a huge amount. We I think we gave over – 300,000 bags of popcorn. Um, But more importantly, we actually generated over 1.1 million fans on our Facebook page through Yahoo Movies. So, you know, that wasn't advertising. That was an engagement play. And then now we have those users that we can then share really unique exclusives. You know, we've got partnerships with studios that we can now offer them, you know, tickets and we can offer them interviews with um, you know, directors, and so there's there's so much more that we can do now that we have these rich partnerships with our our content partners and with our advertisers. And you mentioned movies. Are there a couple of other categories that you're really seeing social uh, take off in that way? As fantasy sports, I have to oh. assume as one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, that's that's definitely something that that we've been um, looking at a lot. I think Yahoo Sports is a great. Um, way for um, engaging our users. You know, people like to talk. They like to talk smack. They want to get on there. Um, you know, it's something that they're visiting every day. Um, you know, so that's really great. Another property is Yahoo Shine. Um, I actually work very closely with the women's marketing team, and Shine is is such a community focused site. Yep. So our Facebook page is really just an extension of what's already happening on our site. We already have people commenting on blog posts and articles, and it's just natural for them to continue to do so on our Facebook page. So with the incredible reach and scale and depth that you've got, how do you guys use social tools and monitoring listening tools to listen to stuff that's going on? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> so uh, you name it, we've tried it. Um, you know, we we've got a very um, we've got a, a, a very open policy about testing and learning um, all the things in social, and so it's really exciting because you know we, we have we have free reign to get out there and try all of the tools that are out there. You know, we've used almost all of them. Um, and and you know, to be honest, the the social media listening tools are still. Mm, fairly nascent. You know, I think we all know that. Um, there's not one tool that can really do everything. Yep. Um, you know, sentiment tracking for Yahoo is really tough to do because, you know, not only do we have conversation about Yahoo, we have conversation about the Yahoo content. So being able to filter out the right things um, and understand what people are saying is, is really tough. And so we use a lot of different tools, quite honestly. Um, our advocacy team uses different tools because um, they need a different engagement um, option. And, you know, I use different tools in my influencer marketing and social marketing because I'm really trying to track more real-time conversations. Mm-hmm. And then we have our social media listening team, um, insights team that really works um, alongside comms, and they're really talking high-level sentiment. So, you know, when stories come up, say the partnership with Facebook or the launch of ABC News, they're really tracking at a high level, how does that really measure against our brand reputation? So mm-hmm. we use so many different things. 
Okay, well, I've got another question there in a second, but right now we're going to take a short commercial break. Please stand by, and we'll be right back with Carrie Lang and more of the conversation. This WebmasterRadio.fm program is presented by AFCONEvents.com, A-F-F-C-O-N-Events.com. Dive deep into five days of digital marketing education and information at AFCON's inaugural Digital Marketers Cruise, March 17th to the 21st, 2012. Be a sponsor, exhibitor, or register today at AFCONEvents.com. Market Edge will return in just a moment. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Blog, blog, blog. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the talk of the town. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. We're back with more Market Edge, bringing you the best and brightest voices in digital marketing, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Glenn Engler. Welcome back to Market Edge. This is your host, Glenn Engler, and I'm here today with Carrie Lang, Director of Social Marketing at Yahoo, talking about social marketing and business impact. Okay, Carrie, when we left off, you said something that just sparked a question in my mind. You started to talk about social listening tools with your listening team, if I got it right, your listening team, the advocacy team, and your own marketing team. Can you talk a little bit, did I get that right, by the way? Of the teams, can you talk, just talk a little bit organizationally how those three teams inter, interact? It's a, it seems to be something we're seeing crop up a lot, and I'm curious how you guys are handling that at Yahoo. 
Yeah, no, that's that's a fabulous question. So, like I said earlier, we we do have a center of excellence team, which is really based in social marketing, um, and so we've kind of been the base for laying the foundation, um, exploring tools, um, you know, from publishing tools to social media listening tools, things like that. And so that's kind of our our hub internally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have all the different spokes um, out there for the different teams. And so so I work very closely with the social media um, monitoring team, but they are actually part of our insights team, right? Um, I also work very closely with the customer advocacy team, which is, you know, part of the overall customer satisfaction and customer service team. Okay. Um, and so so really what we have is key points of contact within our social marketing that, that connect with all of those different points. And, you okay. know, we do a biweekly task force meeting that brings in, editorial, it brings mm. in comms, it brings in all of those different pieces so that we do have a central information sharing hub so that we can share best practices and so we can all make sure that we know what's going on uh, message-wise. Hmm. Sounds really, really smart and seems like a very, very good machine in place, which is impressive. It's necessary. Yeah, it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> you know, I mean, because we, we have social integrated into so many different parts and pieces, you've got to have a you know, a way to share information right. and, and, and right. be that central hub. And we're actually starting to work with our global partners in helping them create their own regional centers of excellence. And how does the, the dialogue feedback comments, how does that circle back to, you mentioned a little bit on the editorial, but to your product and edit, editorial team? Mm-hmm. Um, are there ideas that surface up through that as well? So, uh, you know, I would say there are two different ways, two different paths of looking at that. So our media properties like Shine or Sports, um, those are really driven by the editorial teams. And so the feedback loop for them is what people are clicking on most, what people are responding Mm -hmm. to most, what people are commenting. And so we optimize the content that we push out on those channels um, based on what we know our our users are are liking, and so that that's one feedback loop, right? Pretty standard. And yep. then the other um, feedback loop would be for the products. So our Yahoo Mail, Messenger search, they've got Facebook pages, um, and you know we're in the middle of a of a mail migration this summer, um, moving everybody over to a consistent platform for mail. So we're seeing a lot of feedback, and we actually have a community manager for the mail page, and her responsibilities are twofold. She really helps. Um, address any customer care issues, um, tries to alleviate some of the um, heavy push towards our customer service team, and she tries to get people to self-help options. But then she's also doing weekly reporting on the common issues that she's seeing, and then she feeds that back up into the product marketing and product teams. Mm. Yeah. And I assume uh, through that everywhere is uh, legal and regulatory somehow in all of these areas? Oh, yes. <laughs> You know, and, 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 yeah, and again, I think that's part of that whole uh, center of excellence is that yep. you know we make sure that everybody understands full disclosure and guidelines, and um, you know anybody who's responsible for communicating on a Facebook page, you know they they know the sort of rules and responsibilities, and so we're we're all very clear on that, and um, you know, and especially when we're doing any marketing, of course, right. the legal team reviews everything. So, yeah, and there seems to be common feedback that we're certainly seeing a lot. The ones that have the most um, uh, well-oiled machines, if you will, have legal as a partner upstream as opposed to wait till you get downstream and run into all sorts of issues. There seems to be common common themes there, and it sounds like you guys have embraced that similarly. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, and, and comms is all, also a big part of that, too. You know, we have a mail outage. We see people talking about it. There's got to be a process in place for when we feel comfortable putting a message out, you know, right. that, yes, something's down or, you know, we've got to back up. There has to be that that legal and and you know approval process before we say anything. 
So let's move to the Yahoo Trending Now campaign, which has completely piqued my interest in getting a lot of good press and buzz. Um, launched at the end of the summer, if I believe yep. uh, is true, and running through uh, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, awarding five social media mavens with cash prizes and MacBook Airs and other things. Can you give a quick overview of the campaign? Sure, absolutely. So, you know, I mentioned earlier that, you know, we're, we're all about the test and learn ethos around here. So what this program was about was really understanding how effective social media influencers could be in driving real engagement with Yahoo. And so um, we actually conducted a search and, and people basically applied to be a part of this group. It was kind of like a casting call. Mm-hmm. And we identified nine social media influencers um, that were really passionate about news and trending con- content across a variety of verticals, everything from sports, music, news to tech and gaming. And so we actually gave them a really deep experience with the brand, um, you know, really immersed them in understanding Yahoo and the Trending Now program. We gave them um, the uh, the Yahoo um, brand guidelines and, you know, really making sure that they really understood Yahoo um, at the core of it. And then we really started sharing the Trending Now content with them. And the idea was to see, you know, how much we could really um, drive awareness and amplification of our content just through a few really um, influential people. And so, you know, we're tracking everything from click-through rates to post engagement and response rate on that. And were those the goals from the beginning that, um, did you see this as a, uh, ultimately similar to the other areas, it's about engagement, content amplification, and, and clicks, or were there other objectives here that you were going after? Yeah, you know, I mean, ultimately that that's really what it's about. But, um, you know, one of the big things that I'm overseeing this year is understanding um, influencers and how Yahoo engages with influencers. And there are a lot of different types of influencers. There are mm. celebrities, and then there are, you know, the mavens, and then there are the people who are heavy Yahoo brand advocates. And, you know, my, my job is to really understand um, how we engage with them, how we um, understand influence, how we qualify influence, um, so a lot of this is really just a test program to see, like, is it worth putting, you know, energy and resources towards engaging a few people and trying to mm-hmm. amplify that out? Um, is that more effective than, say, an ad campaign or right. or, or something else? So that's really what we what the ultimate goal is is understanding that. Uh- I want to stick on that word influence for a second and not mm-hmm. just because it's the, the middle word in the name of my agency. But um, <laughs> I loved what you were starting to get at with, with uh, respect to the word influence and influencer and the different meanings. Can you just say a little bit more about your view of what um, influencer and influence means at Yahoo? Sure, yeah. So um, one of the one of the things that we we look at is is there again there are different tiers of influence and I I kind of consider for Yahoo there are three different tiers and so number one we've got the tier one influencers who pretty much live in the celebrity world so um, you know for fantasy sports we just did a program with uh, Carol Owens and Ocho Cinco mm-hmm. I don't know those names but anyway I've been told they're really popular. Um, but, you know, they, they were doing something with fantasy sports and, and, you know, getting those guys engaged. That's a tier one celebrity influencer. It kind of lives in our media world, um, you know, because really those might be pay-to-play situations. It's really more of yep. like an ad-buy kind of an experience. And then my team really looks at the, the middle tier of influencers. And so um, like these social media mavens, um, people who might have blogs that have, you know, three to 5,000 followers, yep. you know, not, not huge following. They're not celebrities. They 
may or may not get paid for their content, but they have a voice and they have people that listen to them. And so, you know, those are kind of the tier two influencers that we look at. Um, and then most importantly, again, because of the scale that we have at Yahoo, it's important for me to understand who are the users on our site who are sharing content out into the world. And so we're getting ready to launch a very big project where we understand, um, you know, who those heavy sharers are. Um, and even if we got 1%, you know, let's say if it's Yahoo News, 1% is a million people. That's an amazing yep. amount of people that we could be engaging in and, and encouraging them to share more content out there. So, so those are the two worlds that my team really lives in. It's, uh, it's really important, that third one. I think many organizations think about uh, bloggers and other external influencers and sometimes miss their, their own folks. And with uh, right. 671 million uh, um, folks that are there, that's huge. Right. And then, of course, there's the customer advocacy side. So, you know, when we deal with customer care, you know, we're always looking at ways to turn those people into advocates for the brand as well. So that's right. like a whole nother, whole nother department, not my world, but something that I'm invested in. Okay, that's great. Hugely helpful. So um, last area that uh, I like to have a little bit of fun with is to do sort of the first reaction to a couple of trends or topics or things that you're circling around in the world of social media, and I would love your reaction. There's no right or wrong answer. Um, All right. So the category called um, daily offers, like a Groupon. What's your take? <laughs> Oh, that's a topic that's um, I, I'm spending a lot of time talking about that with people. You know, I'm I'm kind of on the fence about it. Um, I was just saying last night to my husband that you know Groupon has the benefit of being the the Kleenex of the social couponing sites, right? Yeah. Because you know, I now if I say I got a I got a social coupon, I always say I got a Groupon, whether it was Groupon or not. Yep. So you know they've got that that benefit. So you know. I think they, they're they're heading well into their IPO, but I also am concerned about the the business owners because I'm not entirely sure that that model is sustainable. Um, I've talked to a lot of restaurants and a lot of small business owners that find that um, it, it's just it it's not as effective as they were hoping it was going to be mm -hmm. bringing in new consistent. Um, uh, an audience, you know, and right. so I, I just find that I'm a little worried that it's not going to be sustainable. And, and mm -hmm. number one, there there are just way too many players in the market right now. So, you know, it's it to me, I kind of see it as the, being the bubble all over again. So interesting. That's okay, that's, no, that's a good one. Um, okay, another area: uh, location-based services. Oh, see, this is one that I think has so much more potential, um, mm -hmm. and I think that we're still really early on in the game on that one. Um, you know, I'm a big Foursquare user, um, and I think that, you know, it, it's still so nascent. There's still so, like, I, you know, out of the, let's see, 800 friends I have on Facebook, I think only 100 are on Foursquare. Mm -hmm. So I think there's still a lot of growth opportunity there. And, and to me, what would be really cool is if you got, like, the Groupon connected with Foursquare, and then you're able to offer location-based um, coupons when you're walking by someplace, yep. or you know, some of that um, I think is going to be really amazing. So I'm excited to see what happens there. I, I haven't seen enough happen yet for it to be really blowing up yet. I completely spot on. I completely agree. All right, uh, last one for fun: QR codes. Ah, I love this. Um, again, <laughs> I think it's. Um, yeah, you know, I got some friends in the space. Um, I, I like to see what they're doing. Uh, I think there's some really cool opportunity there, and you know, we're looking at um, some ways to to bring in QR codes into things that we do on the experiential side. Um, you know, and I, I think that it's a huge opportunity. I just I don't know if people totally get it yet. 
Yeah. And I think maybe that's part of the problem. I think there's still some education that has to happen at a broader level for QR codes to really um, hit their stride. I saw one on the side of a bus, which was a little bit tricky as I thought about, is someone supposed to run through traffic and snap that corner? But um, right. I'm, sure there was a, right, I'm sure there was a strategy somewhere. All right, well, yeah. plenty more things kicking around in my brain, but we are running out of time. So thank you so much, Carrie, for being my guest today. And thanks, everyone in the audience, for listening to today's conversation. If you have any questions or would like to talk further about the topic of today's show, feel free to connect with me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Glenn Engler or on my blog at www.glennengler.com. And visit www.webmasterradio.fm at 12 noon Eastern Time on Tuesdays to tune into episodes of Market Edge. Thanks again, Carrie, and thank you, everyone. Thanks, Glenn.